love, dates, heartbreaks. And we concluded on the episode of love last Sunday. Praise the Lord. How many of you were in church last Sunday? How many of you were, how many of you were in church last Sunday? If you know you're not in church, I'm going to help you. And I'm going to do a very short recap from the beginning. And then from the beginning, we, uh, we started on love, an episode of love. And it was titled Finding the Right Person. Where our Papa in the Lord spoke about the right person's mate. And then the promise mate, praise the Lord. And where he spoke about the right person's mate um, is that... Um, does it mean that because you have find the right person, everything is right? Which all of us know that is not true. Praise the Lord. And then the promise made is that thinking that the promise replaces the need for preparation. Promising you that I will love you to eternity does not mean it, it, it replaces the place for what? Preparation. Praise the Lord. And then we fast forward to questions. That's for those of you who have not been here during the series. Um, a summary of a question that ends, out, uh, that ends us up to are you becoming the right person the right person is looking for that's for the unmarried then for the married are you still the right person you are are you still the person worth finding and keeping and then the next sunday uh, the second the topic was becoming the right person after finding the right person you now have to become the right person praise the lord and then i spoke about how do you become the right person and i gave points it's just a recap i'm giving i gave points loving the right way forgiving the right way and self-discipline and our anchor scriptures were taken from first peter 4 8 romans chapter 13 verse 8 first corinthians 13 root 1 16 to 17 john 3 16 1 first john 4 verse 2 for those of you who are around i believe you have all the scripture and today we have started on the episode dating praise the lord how many of you are excited about this topic dating dating is something that a lot of us here has experienced whether dating in relationship or just a normal dating praise the lord you know when we talk about dating a lot of people think dating has to do with just the opposite sex alone no, we have a lot of dates, praise the Lord. But today, the one that consigns us is dating in relationship. Praise the Lord. If you are excited about this topic, I will expect you to jam your hands together for Jesus, for yet a privilege to be seated in the throne and the auditorium to listen to God's word. And during the preparation for my message, I want to, um, while I was preparing, the Holy Spirit said, I should enlighten them on what dating is. Praise the Lord. And written down here, I wrote, what is dating? Dating is a stage of romantic relationship. Practice in Western society, whereby two people meet socially with the aim of each assessing the other's suitability as prospective partner in a future intimate relationship how many of us agree with that how many of us agree with my definition that dating is assessing each other's suitability for what for prospective partner in the future intimate words it means you're not you're not listening 
I want us to listen because I just have less than 30 minutes on this stage to deliver. Praise the Lord. So what is dating? A lot of times we think dating has to do with, dating has to do with um, sleeping around. Dating, like, like there was a time because I, I run um, a show on love and all of that, dating, dating series and all of that. You know, there was a time somebody woke up to me and spoke to me about dating and then so many other clients that I attend to. And when I, when I asked them, is they said they are dating so person. And I asked us, okay, you are dating this person. But the person, after the first week, the second week, the person started withdrawing back. And I asked, okay, so did you have sex with him? He said, yes. I did. I had sex with him. On your first date, the question is, am I to have sex on my first date? Because a lot of times, what crashes dating, dating dates with people is giving in so quickly, rushing in so quickly. You as a lady, you give yourself so easily to a man. The moment you give him what he wants, what else do you have to offer? You have nothing to offer because you have quenched his desire, what he wanted. You have quenched it. When that thing in front of him is giving him signal, the congee is full and then he wants to release. He looks for a girl that he likes and he's interested and he will tell you, baby, I love you. I want to take you out. And then he takes you out. He buys you food. He gives you money. He takes you out for shopping. He buys you coke. He gives you everything you need, you want as a woman. And then you give in. And then the next thing, you check into a hotel. And then you settle the matter. Then you give me, you scratch my back. I scratch your back. What else did you want him to do? He will run away. Because he has fulfilled his mission. A man who is interested in dating you into a relationship will not ask you for sex. We not even want to impress you at the first sight. Dating has to do with getting to know yourself. That's what dating is all about. When you come to me, you woo me for a relationship, and then you ask me, I want to check you out for a date. Do you know what that means? It means you want to take me out. You want to know my name. You want to know everything about you, about me. You want to know who I am. You are, you are ready. You are ready to know much about me. To know if you are to embark into a relationship with me or not. Dating is not for sex. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It seems, it seems some of you are cold this morning. Am I speaking in your mind? Am I speaking what is happening to you? Because a lot of times when you receive message from the house of God, and then you see that that message is a pontite to you. What you do, you become cold. But I want you to know something. Whatever, whatever it is that you have received in the past, or whatever it is that you have done in the past, the blood of Jesus has washed it away. That is why in the book of John 3.16, he said, For God so loved the world, and he gave his only begotten Son, whosoever believes in him shall not perish. It means he gives you, he gave you salvation.
salvation for free. It means he gave you everything you need for free. You don't need to work to work to, 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 to merit the salvation in as much as you need to stay in holiness, in as much you need to stay in purity. Praise the Lord. The body you are saying is a temple of the Lord and you cannot use the temple of the Lord to do all manner of nyama nyama. No. The spirit of the Lord lives in you. Some people say, I want to go to the presence of the Lord. No. The presence of the Lord lives in you. As you walk around, you carry the presence of God. And whatever you do, you carry the presence of God. And that is why you need to be very careful with your body. And severally on this pulpit to the throne of grace, I've said so many times that the body you have is not your body. The life you live is not your life. You have to live it to the benefit of the maker. Praise the Lord. So, I'm going to be reading for, for the Bible said in please, the media crew, can you project um, Romans Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 10, from, from ESV version. He said, let love be genuine. Above what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another broad, with brotherly affection. Unto, on, unto one another in showing honor. Praise the Lord. You can see it there. Bodily written. This is not Pastor Jennifer's Bible. This is the scripture written for us to follow up as a guideline to your living on earth. He said, love one another with brotherly... Praise the Lord. The media crew. Kenneth, please. Romans chapter 12 verse 9 to 10. He said, let love be genuine. Let love be what? Genuine. The sparkling word there is genuine. Genuity. Let your love be what? Genuine. The reason why you are interested in that sister should be that you have a genuine love for her. You know, when I preached about becoming the right person, the guys, they were excited. Today is for the ladies. Today is for the ladies. And for those of you men, that you feel because you are, you are, you are, you are, you are, you are full down there. And you feel the need to release. And all you need to do is, let me just get a, a babe that I'm attracted to. I just want to pull this thing out. Boy, the moment I finish, I don't sack the girl. After all, many girls plenty for the street. Girls are plenty. Wives are not plenty. And there is something I want you to know about relationship and dating. See, who you sleep with is very important. Sex is spiritual. If the lady is carrying curses, you are partaker of that curse. If, she, if she's carrying blessings, generational curses and blessings, you are partaker of it. So as you sleep around, just know that you are carrying a lot of baggages on your head. And someday, 
when you are ready to marry and those things start fighting you, you will say, oh my God, God, I've been praying for a child. Why have you forsaken me? Why am I experiencing low spam count? Why am I not ovulating? Why am I having a miscarriage? Why am I experiencing this, brother? You sow the seed. And that's why in the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 9 to 10, he said, let love be genuine. Above what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Now, an advice to you guys. If you have a girl you are interested in, please hold fast. Make sure you do your due diligence. Don't go and sleep with somebody else's daughter. Because as you are sleeping, you will marry someday. Somebody will not just sleep with your own daughter. Somebody will tear your daughter. So, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Sex shouldn't be the reason why you are dating. Sex shouldn't be the reason why you're in a relationship. Sex shouldn't be the reason why you married that sister. Because let me tell you something. That sexual aspect and the marriage, we have more than enough. At the point, you will not even want it again. So why are you having sex now? When you have the privilege to have more than enough sex. I want to urge you, I want to spark you today that if you are in a relationship or you are dating somebody, see brothers and sisters, if you are not ready to take it to another level, please let that sister go. Please let that brother go. And for the sisters, you're dating this guy, you're dating that guy. Because this guy, they give me recharge card though. This guy, this one, they take me for shopping. This one gives me money. This one, I will take, this one, I will try. Make, in fact, this guy, eh, he has money. His family, they have money. See, brother, I, uh, sister, let me just you, my friend. I get 10 boyfriends. Oh, mom. The 10 boyfriends, they have different categories of what they give me. When you finish eating, you have eaten your future. Ensure, if you are not ready, to be with that man don't collect from him so that you will have your sanity and the future praise the Lord and if you are in a date or you are aspiring to date dating in relationship the Holy Spirit have given me the privilege to give you the first stages of dating in relationship if you have your pen your paper I want you to start writing Point number one is the first stage of dating. Why I why I'm I'm going to give you this is for a, uh, for you as a girl. If a guy does not follow these stages, run for your life. The Bible says flee. It did not say run, flee. And for a guy, if you see a babe that is not following this thing, see for every couple whether you like it or not, these stages must reflect before you get to that place that you're heading to. Praise the Lord. So the first stage is initial meeting and attraction. There are four predictable stages that couple experience in dating relationship. At each, at each stage, there is often a decision. Sometimes, more thoughtfully, 
arrived and others to move forward or to end the relationship. Some stage takes longer than others to go through. And some people take much longer at each stage. Unfortunately, some people don't fully experience the process. Each stage is an opportunity for personal growth or to make a healthy evaluation about the relationship or about themselves. That's what this stage is going to give you. And then in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13, easy standard fashion, it said, food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food. And God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Like I said earlier, your body is for the Lord. Your body is not for sexual immorality. Any man who wants to have sex with you without blessing you the way he wants to bless you does not watch you as a female. Your body is a temple of the Lord. Praise the Lord. I want you to know this. In the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 11, he said, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. A lot of times, people will say, that guy asked me out, he took me out on a date. But because he asked me for sex, I did not give him, he left. He asked me for sex, the second one came, asked me for sex, I did not give him, he left. And you will not be wondering, God, what have I done? Is there a spell on me? Sister, there is no spell on you. The Bible says, for the thought I have for you is of good. So if God has promised you in his word, why do you take laws into your hands? Why do you want to exchange your private part for marriage, for relationship? Is it worth it? Think about it. Praise the Lord. The first stage, like I said earlier, I said initial meeting and attraction. Dating relationship, dating in relationships have a start somewhere. The initial meeting may take place over the internet through friends, in the church, or social group, at a party, at a bar, or any of the many, of many different places. Do you know why I list this out? Some people feel you can only find a wife or a husband in the church. No. You can also find a husband in the bar. Probably you were working in the bank. Back then when I was working in GT Bank, I work under operations and marketing. You have to go and bring people. And where do, you, where do you get these people that have enough money? In the bar. So what do you do? You prepare, you dress, you spray a good perfume. You have to look attractive. And when the guy say hello, you say hi. You say, he now asks you, what's your name? You tell him, I work in so-so place. Oh, I'm, I like you. Oh, good, fine. Okay, please. I work in JT Bank. I'm, I'm a marketer there. I would love you to come and invest with us. Right? That's where you have fulfilled your career. In the process, that same man that you met in the bar only the name of pursuing your career woo you for marriage. And eventually you're married to him. Where did you meet him? 
and the bar. So don't be too religious and think good wives can be found in the church. You can even find a knife in the church and not a wife. So you see, your initial meeting does not matter. It could be on the social internet. I've seen people who met on network, social media, and today they are happily married without any kununu, no kanana. Praise the Lord. So, and then the initial stage also, there are different arenas for meeting, for different opportunities to get to know each other. And then see if there is enough curiosity and interest to take it to the next level, which would involve arranging a second or third meeting. If you meet a man the second and the third time, and you don't know where that date is heading to, is a headless date. You have to move forward. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus, no man will keep any of my daughters or my ladies in the house, keep you holding, dating you the fourth, the fifth, the sixth time without telling you, isn't defining what he wants from you. It will not work. Praise the Lord. And then the second stage is that curiosity, interest, and infatuation. That's the second stage. And during the second stage, attraction and infatuation are most, are most what? Pronounced. Early attraction often involves the physical attribute of the partner and includes things like outward appearance, body type, interest, and personality traits. At this stage, the attraction may not be too deep, and each half of a couple is generally putting his or her best foot forward. Different differences are not noticed, and the, 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 the demise with thought like not a big deal, and she will be what? She will change. When you meet somebody the very first time, there is this temptation. Okay, you are attracted to her. You like her hips, the body type. You like her eyes. You like her skin color. Oh, this is what I've been looking for. She's an angel sent from heaven above. Brother, it is beyond angel. And you think at that moment, whatever you are saying, it doesn't matter. And if you are blindfolded and frogged, and then you dash yourself into marrying the person that you don't know, I am sorry that you need to revisit your marriage. So, the initial meeting has to do with what? Attraction. Praise the Lord. And then the second stage, like I said, the second stage is, sorry, um, the second stage is curiosity, curiosity, interest, and infatuation. Curiosity. You are curious about the person. You want to know a lot of things about the person. What is your interest in the person, right? And then, if you are not careful in your curiosity, it lands you in sexual immorality. That is why you have to be very prayerful and be very careful. Praise the Lord. You have to be very careful. When you meet somebody, the next, the second stage, after you're being attracted in the first stage, the second stage is what? Curiosity. Praise the Lord. Couple generally do not have much conflict at this stage. And the circle 
as each is really trying hard to impress the other, that stage you are trying to impress one another. And that this particular stage usually lasts for three to four months. Three to four months. And in the Acts scripture, is Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. He said, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to the things of the world, this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by the testing you may discern what is what what is the will of God? What is good and acceptable and perfect for you? The second stage. Don't be carried away by curiosity, interest and infatuation. And then you, for, you get to forget what God wants from you. Praise the Lord. Then the third stage. The third stage is a stage of enlightenment and becoming a couple. At this stage, in the book of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, it said, above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sin. In this stage already, you are attracted to the person. You have all your interest about the person. You have gone to find out and then you are enlightened about the person. And then the next thing is, try to see if you become a couple. At this stage, that is when you begin, to, you get to know the lady's flaws. You get to know the guy's flaws. And what happens? The moment you begin to experience this, you will be forced to check out. Because you are enlightened. You have seen it all. All that you are looking for. You have seen it. Oh, she has a bad breath. Oh, she's too sarcastic. Oh, she makes, she's too lousy. Oh, she's too demanding. Oh, this guy is a stingy guy. This guy, in fact, it's not worth my love. Because you have seen it, you are enlightened. Now, this is where First Peter, where I just read, comes in. Because love covers a multitude of sin. That is where you will know whether you actually love him or not. In your dates, you have to date properly, according to this stage. If you follow this stage, you won't regret it. There are a lot of videos that I, I on my YouTube page, Jennifer Tosin Kamalaka, the new rules of dating series. You know, that page has helped a lot of lives. And so many are married today through that page. Why? Because they follow the rules. The rules I'm giving you today is a step to your glory. If you take it serious, you will not slip your foot your foot. Need that dash your foot. So you have to take this very serious. And this is a stage, the third stage is a stage where you have to hold on to what you were aspiring from him or her. And this is where the word of God, the foundation of the word of God, the scripture comes in. 
Love covers a multitude of sin. She will do a lot of things. The attraction you used to have for her will start dropping. Why? Because you are enlightened. So, you have to be careful while dating. And then, the final stage. The final stage is a stage whereby commitment and engagement comes in. Commitment and engagement comes in. At this stage in a relationship, couples should have been a good understanding of their partner values, lifestyle, and goals for the future. There should be a relationship with each other's family and friends. Praise the Lord. Open and honest conversations should be happening as couples plan their present and future together. You plan your career, your finances, everything together. At this first stage, is a stage whereby after being, the, after the initial meeting, which is the first stage, and then attraction, because of course you'll be attracted before you want to meet somebody. Right? And then curiosity sets in. At the final stage, after assessing several outings, several things you've done together, you get to know whether I'm to take it to the next level. And this level is a level whereby friends and family are to be what? Aware. This is where they come in. Dating in relationship. Have you been dating blindly? Today, I've given you four stages as an eye-opener. Time will be permitting me to talk to, to talk to you about the difference between dating and relationship. You see, dating is not demanding. Relationship is demanding. I'm just going to give you a highlight. Dating, even if the guy does not even call you a day, no problem. But the moment you are into a relationship, if he doesn't call you three times a day for we, the women, it's a problem. Where are you? What are you doing that you did not call me? It means, it means he is entitled. You are entitled. Praise the Lord. See, dating is not all about sexual immorality. That is what I want you to understand today. If you have not learned anything today, there's something I want you to understand. That dating is what? It's not sexual immorality. Dating is where you get to know the person. I'm in love with this guy. Who is he? He has money. What and how did he get the money? But a lot of times ladies are not interested in, the, in how the money comes in. They are interested in the glory of the money and how to partake and share in the money. Brothers and sisters, I want to charge you this morning that that is not the reason why you date. If you date because you are interested in his money because he's handsome, it will fade away. Like the scripture said, this will pass away. This will soon pass away. For every stage you are, is a stage. It will soon pass away. And I want you to understand something today. Dating is not for fun. Dating is not for sexual immorality. Dating is not where you make a man as your ATM machine. Dating is not the time for you to rip that 
girl or that guy because he's coming from a wealthy home. Dating is a time to build a foundation for your relationship. Dating is a time for you to build a time for a good foundation for your marriage. I want to charge you today. If you have been dating wrongly, I want you as you go home today, you make up your mind and then you fix it right. Because you are dating to the glory of God for good. And I also want you to know something today. Don't date. Come out of this date. You are into this date. At the end of the day, one relationship here, the other one there, the other one here, the other one there. At the end of the day, you find out out. Too many relationships on your head. That's why you hear people say, I am confused. I am confused. Don't be confused. Refuse to be confused. Refuse to be confused. Because dating is not relationship. Relationship is different from courtship. Courtship is different from marriage. In marriage, if you're a married life in this house, I want to announce to you today that dating is not out of your agenda. Once in a while, you can take your wife out. You can talk about, you can get to know yourself again. You unlearn to learn. See, in marriage, you need to be sparking your marriage up. Because the moment you don't spark your marriage up, the wine will finish. You need to keep building the relationship in your marriage. You need to keep building everything in your marriage. You need to keep sparking it up. That thing that he loves to do, do it well. Do it in a different way, in a dynamic way. I want you to know today that when you are dating, you are not in a relationship. When you are in a relationship, you are not in courtship. When you are in a courtship, you are not in a marriage. They are totally different things. And that is why you have to define this. You need to know this, what it's all about, and how to follow it. Because if you don't, and you think you are dating a guy, and you have dated one month, two months, three months, four months, five months, and you did not see what you are looking for. Like Pastor said during the episode of Love, he said when you are accountable, and you are not capable, you become miserable. How many of you want to be miserable here today? I don't think anybody wants to be miserable here today. So therefore, date wisely. And if you're dating, and all these things have not been put into checks, brother, sisters, ensure that you move on with your life. Praise the Lord. If you know this message is for you this morning, I want you to jam your hands and jump on your feet for Christ because God has a lot for you. Praise the Lord.